The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the Buffalo Bulls. This program dates back to the 1800s, and in their long history, has tasted both perfection and bitter defeat. One perfect coach, four stellar coaches, one win to catapult the program to its only appearance in the final AP poll, one collapse in a bowl, one offensive meltdown to derail an undefeated untied season, one furious comeback that fell short, five stellar teams, one perfect team, one ferocious linebacker, five stellar players, one rival, one barrage of six to six ties, one barrage of shutouts, and of course, Victor E. Bull. First season, 1894, national championship zero, Heisman Trophy winner zero, best coach. Bemis Pierce, 1899, 6-0 and won 100% of his games. Yes, I know he coached only one season, but Coach Bemis Pierce's version of the Bulls was, statistically speaking, one of the greatest teams in college football history. They were undefeated, untied, and unscored upon. He enters a small fraternity of coaches who never lost a single game at the program they played. He joins an even smaller fraternity of coaches to have never allowed a point in any game with him at the helm of the program. But special attention must be paid to four other coaches. C.W. Dibble, 1897, 7-0, and won 100% of his games. Yes, I know that he only coached one season, but Coach Dibble's version of the Bulls were undefeated, untied. His teams outscored opponents 144-6. He enters a small fraternity of coaches who never lost at the program they coached. Then it was Frank Clair, 1948-1949, 12 wins, 4 losses, and 1 tie in 173.5% of his games. In his only two seasons as head coach of the Bulls, Coach Clayo's version of the Bulls posted consecutive 6-1-1 and 6-3 records. There was Dick Offenhammer, 1955-1965, 58 wins, 37 losses, 5 ties, and won 60.5% of his games. In the three years prior to Coach Offenhammer's arrival at Buffalo, the Bulls posted losing seasons every year with a combined record of 4-19-1. Enter Coach Offenhammer. In his first season, Coach Offenhammer's version of the Bulls went 4-4-1, and then his Bills reeled off four straight winning seasons, culminating with the 1958 and 1959 seasons, where the Bulls went a combined 16-2. In nine seasons, he had seven winning seasons. And then it was Coach Lance Leopold, 2015-2020, 37 wins, 33 losses, and won 52.9% of his games. In his first two seasons, Coach Leopold's version of the Bulls went a combined 7-17. In his next three seasons, Coach Leopold's version of the Bulls went a combined 24-10, and 10, earning a berth in three consecutive bowl games, won two bowl games, and his 1920 team ranked number 23 in the AP poll, the highest ranking ever before finishing number 25 in the final AP poll, the Bulls' only appearance in the final AP poll. Most stunning win, Buffalo 17, Marshall 10, December 25th, 2020, the Camellia Bowl. 
Buffalo entered the game five and one. Marshall was seven and two. After a scoreless first quarter, Buffalo went into halftime leading 10 to seven. Entering the fourth quarter, the game was tied at 10. With a little over seven minutes remaining, Buffalo was pinned at their own 12-yard line. On a time-consuming six-minute drive, the Bulls found themselves at the one-yard line with a little over one minute left in the game. With 109 remaining in the game, Kevin Marks scored on a one-yard touchdown run to secure the bowl win for the Bulls. The win secured Buffalo's first ever appearance in the final AP poll, where they were ranked number 25. But attention must be paid to one other game. Buffalo 42, Ball State 24, December 5, 2008, the MAC championship game. Buffalo entered the game 7-5. and five. Number 12, Ball State entered the game 12-0, undefeated, untied, and had aspirations of that perfect season. The number 12 ranking was the highest ever for the program in the AP poll. Ball State went into halftime leading 10-7, having scored 10 unanswered points to close out the second quarter. But in the second half, here's what happened. The vaunted Buffalo defense forced Ball State to fumble four times, and Buffalo converted all four fumbles into points to propel a stunning 42-24 upset of the previously undefeated Ball State. Most stunning loss, Northern Illinois 30, Buffalo 29, November 30th, 2018, the MAC championship game. Buffalo entered the game 10-2. and Northern Illinois was 7-5. and Buffalo jumped out to a 7-0 lead, and by the third quarter, the Bulls were in command 29-10. But Northern Illinois rallied back to cut the lead to 29-24. With 3-29 remaining in the game, the Huskies started to drive at their own 30. With 118 remaining in the game, Northern Illinois was at the Buffalo 35-yard line. And this is when Husky Marcus Childress rolled out, heaved a pass from his own 40-yard line to a streaking B.J. Brown, who was reeling down the sidelines. Brown caught the ball in stride for the game-winning touchdown with 109 remaining in the game. It was the first time the Huskies led all night and the pass and catch secured the stunning Mac championship loss for the Bulls. But attention must be paid to two other games. Wayne State 32, Buffalo 12, October 25th, 1947. Buffalo entered the game 5-0, riding a nine-game winning streak and had dreams of an undefeated, untied season. Wayne State entered the game 2-1. and one. Entering the game, the two games prior to this loss, Buffalo won by scores of 54 to nothing and 40-7. to seven. And then in the two games following the loss, well, the Bulls won by scores of 40-6 to six and 50-7. to seven. Playing at Wayne State in front of over 6,000 fans for homecoming, Buffalo fell behind quickly as Wayne State stunned the home crowd with a six-yard touchdown pass five minutes into the game to take a 7-0 lead. At halftime, Wayne State led 14-6. to Early in the third quarter, Wayne State scored again on a 40-yard touchdown pass to take a 21-6 lead and never looked back. The Bulls ran the table after that the remainder of the season, and they finished 8-1. That lone loss derailed the perfect season for the Bulls. And then it was Bucknell 26, Buffalo 21, October 10, 1959. Buffalo entered the game 2-0. After this game, the Bulls won out, finishing the season 8-1. Bucknell ended the game 1-1, one and, one, and they would finish the season 4-5. and five. Playing away from home at Bucknell, Buffalo could not score in the first half, and Bucknell took a 6-0 lead in the halftime. The lead blossomed to 26-0 in the fourth quarter. In a furious comeback, the Bulls rallied with three touchdown passes of 52, 85, and 25 yards to score 21 unanswered points to cut the deficit to 26-21. But with two minutes remaining, the Bisons got the ball back and ran out the clock to derail any hope of that perfect season for the Bulls. Best team. It was the 1897 Buffalo Bulls 7-0. Coach Dibble's version of the Bulls won defeated and untied. And after an opening day defeat of Hamilton, the Bulls shut out every team they faced the remainder of the season, outscoring opponents 144-6. No team got within 10 points of the Bulls that season. It was the 1947 Buffalo Bulls 8-1. 
Coach Peel's 1947 Bulls lost to Wayne State 32-12 in Week 6. Aside from that lone loss, no team got within seven points of the Bulls that season. In fact, that loss was sandwiched between a five-game stretch between wins of 54-0, 40-7, 40-6, 50-7. The Bulls outscored their opponents by a combined score of 258-87. There was the 1958 Buffalo Bills 8-1. Coach Offenhammond's 1958 team's only loss was in week four of the season. Following that lone loss, the Bulls won out, won decisively, scoring at least 34 points in every game. The Bulls were led by running back Willie Evans, who averaged 7.6 yards per carry. Buffalo won the Lambert Cup, given to the top team in the East for small colleges. There was the 1959 Buffalo Bulls 8-1. The next season, Coach Offenhammer's 1959 team did not allow a team to get within nine points of the Bulls, except for the one loss to Bucknell, a 26-21 loss. And it was the 2018 Buffalo Bulls 10-4. Coach Leopold's 2018 team went 10-2 in the regular season, scoring over 40 points five times. In the MAC championship game, the Bulls lost to Northern Illinois 30-29. They earned a berth in the Dollar General Bowl, where they lost to Troy 42-32. And it was the 2020 Buffalo Bulls, 6-1. Coach Leopold's 2020 team went undefeated in the regular season, 5-0, before losing in the MAC championship game to Ball State, 38-28. They earned a berth in the Camellia Bowl, where they defeated Marshall, 17-10. They were an offensive juggernaut, fifth in the nation in scoring, 43 points per game. The 2020 team ranked number 23 in the AP poll, the highest ranking ever, before finishing number 25 in the AP poll, the Bulls' only appearance in the final AP poll. But we give the nod to the 1899 Buffalo Bills 6-0. Coach Bemis Pierce's 1899 team was, statistically speaking, one of the greatest teams in the history of college football. They were undefeated, untied, and unscored upon. They outscored their opponents by a combined score of 126-0. Best player, linebacker Khalil Mack, 2010-2013. In his three years at Buffalo, Khalil Mack is second, third, and fourth in school history in single-season forced fumbles. Mack is also second and third in school history for tackles for loss, 21 in 2012, 20.5 in 2011. Mack set school records for career force fumbles, 16, more than double the runner-up. Tackles for loss, 75. The runner-up had 50.5. And quarterback sacks, 28.5. Mack led the team in tackles for two consecutive seasons and quarterback sacks for three consecutive seasons. In 2013, Mack was a first-team All-American and the Mack Defensive Player of the Year. But attention must be paid to five other players, running back Willie Evans, 1957 to 1959 and 1958. Willie Evans set a school record for 7.6 yards per carry. Willie Evans led the Bulls in rushing for three consecutive seasons and set a school record for career yards per carry, 6.36. There was quarterback Drew Willie, 2005 to 2008. Drew Willie rewrote the school's passing records including single-season passing yards, 3,304, single-season completions, 304, and single-season completion percentage, 84.4%, as well as career marks for completions and completion percentage. There was running back Brandon Oliver, 2010 to 2013. In 2013, Brandon Oliver set a school record for single-season rushing yards, 1,535, and closed out his career with a school record for career rushing yards, 4,049. There was quarterback Joe Lycata, 2012-2015. In 2014, Joe Lycata threw a 92-yard touchdown pass in a 36-7 defeat of Norfolk State. That season, Lycata set a school passing record for single-season touchdowns, 29. In his career at Buffalo, Lycata set a passing record for career passing yards, 9,485. 
And finally, there was quarterback Tyree Jackson, 2016 to 2018. In 2018, Jackson passed for the second most single season yards in Bulls history, 3,131, and the second most single season passing touchdowns in Bulls history, 29. Jackson was the MAC Offensive Player of the Year and the MAC Most Valuable Player of the Year. Rival, Ohio Bobcats. The teams first played in 1949, Buffalo won 20 to 7. In 1997, Ohio defeated Buffalo 50 to nothing for the largest margin of victory between the two schools. Four years later, well, Buffalo returned to favor, defeating Ohio 44 to nothing. Hullabaloo won. This one is just weird. In the last game of the 1895 season, Buffalo tied Rochester 6 to 6. Now follow this. In the first two games of 1896, Buffalo tied both Syracuse and Hobart. Each game was a 6-6 tie. In the game following the three 6-6 ties, Buffalo defeated St. Bonaventure 6-5. Now, if you're keeping track, over a three-season stretch, Buffalo had three consecutive 6-6 ties and a fourth consecutive game where they scored six points with a record of 1-0-3. Hullabaloo 2. This one may even be more weird. In 1899, Buffalo went 6-0 and shut out every team they faced. In 1900, Buffalo went 1-1-2, and, and every game was a shutout. Then in 1901, after opening the season with a 17-6 loss to Western Reserve, Buffalo shut out the next four teams on their schedule before being shut out themselves by Michigan, 128-0 to finish 4-2. In 1902, Buffalo finished 2-4-1, and, and every game was a shutout. And in 1903, Buffalo opened the season with two shutout losses. Now here, if you're keeping track, over a five-year stretch, Buffalo played 25 games, and 24 of those 25 games were shutouts. Their record, 13-9-3. Mascot, Victor E. Bull and Anthropomorphized Blue Bull. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.